This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says House Democrats and the Trump administration are making progress on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. The quiet you hear is progress. She says House Democrats are currently awaiting language on how the administration can address their concerns of enforcement. Labor and environmental standards have also been cited as negotiating points. She says there's no timeline for further action on the deal. We're on a path to yes, as far as the trade agreement is concerned. And uh, at some point, I'm just saying it's either yes or no. We either have enforceability or we don't. But I'm hopeful that we will, and I'm hopeful that it will be soon. Pelosi told reporters today the Trump administration's top legislative priority and impeachment efforts are not mutually exclusive. Uh, we have a responsibility to uphold the con- uh, our oath of office, to apo- support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Uh, we also have a responsibility to get the job done for the American people. The president has said he wants uh, this Mexico-U.S. U.S.-Mexico uh, Canada trade agreement to go forward, and we are awaiting the uh, uh, the language on enforceability. Uh, so, uh, does it mean that he doesn't he can't do that? Uh, that's that's really up to him. She wrapped up her comments by saying Trump has always wanted the USMCA to move forward. We do too, and let's just find our common ground in that regard. A new report from the National Pork Board says the industry could do more to cater to the Latin consumer. Pork Board CEO Bill Even says the sector could have a considerable impact on the bottom lines of producers. They've got $1.7 trillion in buying power. That's trillion with a T. And on consumer packaged goods, they're spending over $95 billion a year. So that's your groceries and things of that nature. You add in the fact that uh, over the past nine years, uh, nearly 70% of U.S. population growth has come from the Hispanic community. Uh, from a base of around 60-some million people in the U.S. And the good news for American farmers and American pork producers is that they love pork. And so if you're a corn or soybean farmer, uh, your future is tied in with this the same way if you're a pork producer. According to the reports, pork is a very popular food item in Latin culture, but becomes less popular as Latinos integrate into the U.S. What's more, pork is available on a limited basis of menu items, about 17% of available entrees. Pork Board Director of Multicultural Marketing Jose De Jesus says changes at the retail space could also be beneficial. 79% of Hispanic consumers, they shop with someone else in their family, and they seek out stores that offer the variety that they're that they're used to in other words um, the assortment right so i think retailers must provide uh, the right assortment in their stores so that they can cater to the needs and wants of this uh, latino community he says what is currently offered is not necessarily as appealing as it could be for the latino demographic finally today about 450 cattle producers and other interested parties gathered in omaha nebraska for a rally hosted by the organization for competitive markets and offered some pointed remarks about the job performance of ag secretary sonny purdue ocm vice president von meyer says the rally was a way for farmers frustrated with purdue to try and get the attention of president donald trump we have lost all faith in our secretary of agriculture sonny purdue All he can seem to do is make bad jokes about the financial plight of all of us ranchers and farmers and are in, in, excuse me, and we organized this rally to bypass him and go straight to the president with our demands for justice. 
Among those six demands are reinstatement of country of origin labeling for beef and restoring producer protections under the Packers and Stockyards Act. Asked by AgriPulse for comment, a USDA spokesperson pointed to Purdue's August 28th statement after directing USDA's Packers and Stockyards Division to investigate beef pricing margins after a fire at a beef processing facility in Holcomb, Kansas. Other groups, including the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, have accused OCM of using smear tactics to pit beef producers against one another. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.